perfect ten. Hello and welcome to another edition of 48 Shades of Football, everyone's favourite English podcast on the K League that is 100% not endorsed by the KFA. <laughs> and I guess we'll get to that later, yeah? You should stop drunk tweeting, Mark. <laughs> I should stop drunk tweeting, Mark. Yeah, you should, Paul. <laughs> I should I guess stop we'll sending you photos. <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll get to the uh, endorsement or lack of, therefore, later, yeah? Indeed. Uh, but Paul, that was very interesting intro music. Um, I'm assuming it was about the weekend's uh, FA Cup final, which I know you don't want to talk about. Uh, I, I don't have any information about the FA Cup final because obviously we've been bo- blocked by the uh, KFA. So, <laughs> so you can see the you, you can see the updates. Yeah, I couldn't. I have no idea what happened. I assume Seoul won because they were by far the better C- team over the course of the year. Uh, well, it's an FA Cup, so isn't that just over the course of the final? Um, so what you're saying is a lottery. Yeah, I think I came down to penalties, is that right? And I think, I guess, Suwon had a perfect complement of penalties. Uh, they did indeed. Okay, so your intro music, we will assume, was to do with the penalty shootout, yeah? Yeah, and that's enough about that. That's enough about that. And I know you said you've got to get to work in two minutes, so should we just move on? <laughs> So I guess today we'll just briefly cover the FA Cup, well I guess the only thing to cover is the FA Cup final, so we'll cover the FA Cup final, uh, we'll do a, a review of that, I guess we'll get our 2016 season rundown maybe next week or the week after, yeah? Yeah, we should um, I guess one of the things to probably touch on are um, the new Songnam appointment, yep. uh, ex-Jeju coach, uh, the man with the orange hair indeed. Uh, you gone out and brought a pair, bought a pair of orange pants? Uh, well, I'm, I'm assuming he's going to wear black pants. Never that song now, right? I think the first day of the season, all the song fans should get a pair of orange <laughs> pants and wave them around. <laughs> Move them around. I'm going to try and pass that one on, yeah? Uh, and then I guess, don't know another thing to talk about. I guess we'll roughly talk about something that's in the news and maybe just kind of tactfully brush that aside. Player A. Player A, who has been involved in a scandal, and Player A's club is unknown, and Player A is unknown, so we'll probably just like not go much further than that. And that's probably pretty much it, right? I mean, a couple of transfer rumours to go through uh, in the challenge, a couple of big, big stories, I guess. Yeah. A couple of big, uh, big movers, or potential big movers as well. Okay, so I guess we'll begin with the FA Cup final. You were obviously there, Paul. I was working, so uh, I only saw it sporadically uh, in between crises in the office. Although I think, to be perfectly honest, there was a few crises on the pitch as well, if I can, of, what, of what I saw. I know you don't want to talk about it too much. I'm not going to kind of make you, force you to talk about it, but turning point of the match? Um when the referee blew the whistle to start the match. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> it was. It wasn't that bad, okay. okay. Uh, I'm gonna th- I, I, I can be a bit more impartial, right, if you want, right? But let, let me just let me just say this. Um, like, yesterday we were... This really feels like a Griffin Jones, <laughs> kind of like, in the darkness across the table thing right now, but anyway. Uh, yesterday when we were talking about it over Kakao Talk and I said Huang out. Right. Yeah, you did say Wang out. Yeah, and uh, obviously that's a bit of an overreaction, but it's definitely a strike one because in last week's preview we said Seoul were absolute crap yep. in the first leg. Yep. All they had to do is be anything better than that in yep. the second leg, and they'd win no problems. Yep. Unfortunately, for majority of the match, they were worse. Uh, yes. Suwon should have been three 0 up at half time. They had Su-won three have been really good chances. Suwon should have been three 0 up before the ten men. 
Yeah. Happened to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Never mind half time. They should have been thrilled up. That one number seven, uh, I was about to say it's Quan Chan but I don't know if it was. Uh, he's twenty something. Twenty That one where the guy was clean through, um the beautiful pass in by Yom. Yeah. And he picked it up and he fell over the ball. Yeah. You was on the deck and the guy falls over the ball and that turned was passed. And then Jonathan had a one on one with the keeper. Yep. Which the keeper got out to block. And then there was Jonathan's header at the back post. Should all of that happened in the first 20 minutes. And should have been 3 0 up by then. Yep. And at, at, on the other hand, what Sol was doing was uh, winning the ball and passing out for, kicking out for a throw in, passing it to nobody, yep. getting it straight back to C1. Yep. They were all over the place. I mean, I think after the, the, the last game of the season, you know, they, I talked about how much, or, or my opinion of the lack of what Adriano brings to the team. And I think Adriano is just a poacher. And yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. He scored the goal that was the equaliser, and you know that you, his goals got you through the, the Champions League and the FA Cup and the came on against Daegu and everything else. But he really is just a poacher. And is, I think is Jonathan not just the same? He is. So one just funnel everything up to Jonathan. He is, but I think the the difference is that I think Suwon also have Yom and Kwan and a couple of other like, half decent players, the Hong Chong, the Hong Chow, a couple of half decent players. And whereas I think Seoul do as well, I think Adriano up, up front without Dehan was just like playing with ten men. Like, I think had Dehan been playing alongside Adriano, it's it's hugely different, right? I mean the Dehan takes on the the, yeah. the Yom role almost. Um, the, the other thing for me is that he played uh, uh Unilock and Pak Pak Jiong. Yeah, you can't play both of those at not, the same time. Not, not, not when you put Adriano in front of them. No, it's like three players up front making one player between them. Yeah, like Park was poor in the final. His only, his only involvement was to headbutt the Suwon player's elbow. Pro, yeah, I don't think that was a, a red card. But anyway, I guess we'll, we'll go through it blow by blow. Um, but yeah, I was definitely, I, I would agree with you that Wang probably got the tactics wrong. But what choice did they have? They came in with Dehan suspended he, he, he and a goal down, I guess he thought, I'll go for it. Presumably he could have played player A if he'd been so minded. Well, he could have played player A, but I guess if the rumours about player A are true, then maybe he didn't want to put player A on the pitch. Yeah? What he should have done is played uh, the, the big guy that he's played a few times, uh, mm. Shim, Shimuyan. Who didn't come on at all, right? No, he was on the bench though. Yeah. And he's, he's, every time he's come on for the last 10 minutes of a game, he's looked very impressive. Uh, I don't understand why he's not being used more. But he did bring on the young kid, right? The, the guy who he started against John Book. The guy who we, yeah, the guy that was substituted after yeah, 30 minutes against the John guy whose career we thought was was ruined, right? Yeah. Turned out maybe not, yeah. Shows how much the phantom knows. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess we'll go through. So as you said, they should have been three 0 at half time to Suwon. Yeah. Uh, the first point I note in the first half was the red card for E. Jong So. He so. Something like that. Um, I'm sure we've got that name wrong. We do, yeah. have, we do have form for that. Yeah. Also, I do know I said Griffin Jones. I know it's actually Smith and Jones. So before anyone tweets in to tell me I got the name wrong, I just recognise I got it wrong. Okay. Also, I heard that <laughs> Jiangsu <laughs> didn't win the FA Cup final. Somebody told me. Okay. Well, they lost. Uh, they lost on away goals apparently. Well, that's what happens when you go drinking with the Phantom. And he says, "Oh, look." I think everything's the Phantom's fault, right? Yeah. Because he said she won the cup. I wasn't even looking at the TV. I was on my second bottle of soju. I wasn't even caring. <laughs> well, la- last week, yeah, they'd won. They'd drawn one all the way in Guangzhou. And uh, what's it? The, football, the, the score site hadn't updated yeah, for yeah. the second leg. 
But now I was talking to someone on the weekend and said, oh, did you see that Che won the, the FA Cup? He said, no, no, they lost on away goals. So apparently they drew two all in Jiangsu. Oh, OK. That's a bit of a bummer, right? Mm. Oh, well. Uh, so we take that back, Che, you're still a diddy. Um, so still better than Hong Myung-bo got rele- relegated. Though. Yes, yes, which did definitely happen, right? Um, so, yeah, so I guess the red cards... Uh, you did text me, said what was all that about, and by the time I texted you back to tell you what it was all about, Takahagi was getting sent off. But but anyway, um, despite I, the fact that the Suwon player argued for about five minutes about why he shouldn't be sent off, yeah, which is enough to get him a red card anyway, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't really know. I don't think it was a red card, but I think you. So he, he did elbow. He did elbow, but, but I think he led with his elbow. I, 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 don't, I, I, don't, I think he used his elbow to get up. I don't think he was actually. I don't think he actually elbowed him. So I think it was accidental. So but a yellow card probably for stupid, for dangerous play. For dangerous play. But what was a red? But Park then also did milk it quite a bit as well. But he'd already been booked because I think I think he was. He might be the guy who, who, who was involved with Takahagi in the right, box, right? Right. So maybe it was going to be uh, going to be a red anyway, yeah. Uh, at the time that Tagahagi was booked, I did tweet that it was needless and they could come back to haunt him. And yeah, but I, d- I don't even understand why they were booked because in they the were. Box, I don't know why they, they were running around in the box. Um, as they both held each other, that was a problem. So what happened was they basically Tagahagi pulled him and kind of pushed him down, and as he pushed him down, the, the guy grabbed him and tried to pull Tagahagi down. But so the referee was basically saying, "Well, you both." put hands on each other it wasn't just jostling it wasn't just like holding shots they both put their hands on each other so technically they both raised their hands but they, they were running around the box uh, positioning themselves for a corner I think yeah. it was a corner or a free kick but it was a free kick and uh, they actually accidentally collided with each other in the first place and in the first place yeah but the second place and then as they were sort of uh, bouncing off each other they both grabbed each other and yeah they did uh, maybe he was just trying to exert his authority but because he'd failed with the five bookings before that. I mean, he lost it. I mean, they, after that, after those two bookings, he, he completely lost it. I saw there was uh, 15 bookings for the whole match. Yeah, and I think 12 of them came in a five-minute period. Um, Tagahagi's red card? No, never a red card either. But, as I said to the Phantom, if you're going to lunge in on a yellow card with your studs up, whether you get the ball or not, at the end of the day, when the referee knows that he probably shouldn't have sent the last guy off, he's going to even it up, right? I mean, Takahagi put himself in that situation. It was a stupid situation he put himself in. He, he didn't even have to make the tackle. I mean, it wasn't as if it was like a last ditch in the box, you know, goal, like goal saving but, but challenge. He, he's got form for getting all hepped up and doing rash things like that. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, he's been doing it for yeah most of the season, right? Plus, in the last two years, Seoul have proven to be absolute dogs, bollocks, uh, <laughs> absolute dogs dinner against ten men. So yeah, probably better to playing against. So I mean, I, 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 I personally don't think either red card was 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 warranted. To be perfectly honest, so justice was done then. I guess justice was done. Yeah, um, I'll be honest. Then it rolled out uh, half time, nothing ish. Uh, yes. Cause, yeah, because it was the second half started, and then that's when all my crises started. So my second half analysis is zero, other than Jonathan scored again. And to be perfectly honest, I'm growing really tired of him. Like, I'm re- I really think like, it's just, yeah, again, he picked the ball up, edge of the box. I saw this goal, 
picked the ball up at the edge of the box, just turned, knew where the goal was, and drove, and drove it straight past the keeper. That's all I have to say about it. It was a beautiful finish by someone who knew exactly what he was doing, knew exactly where, where, where the goal was. So there was some talk that the referee shouldn't have played advantage. Yeah. Because the sole player was unconscious. Yeah. And uh, when the referee actually did get around to, well, Jonathan banged in the goal, which means the referee waved people on for treatment. They called an ambulance within 30 seconds. Ambulance drove onto the pitch, took him off to hospital. Um, theoretically, the law states if if the if you've got a head injury, you're supposed to stop play straight away, yeah. right? I guess the referee's argument would be he didn't know that at the time. But on hindsight, he should have not waved play on, yeah. But it's tough to say that that goal wasn't deserved at that point, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, Adriano then did, decided to miss miss two sets in a row. The still started coming back into it. The second one was utterly disgraceful. Um, it was worse than the one he missed at, at, the, at the Big Bird. It was shocking. But then he popped up with the equaliser, right? Yep. Uh, a goal which I actually really can't remember because, I, I, as I said, I was in the middle of crisis in work, so I actually don't know what happened. I don't know. How, I don't know. I turned it on as Seoul scored their second. Um, someone, I'm going to say it was Unilock, broke down the left, crossed it in, and Adriano got in front of his marker, right in the middle of the goal, practically on the goal line, and just tapped it in. Okay, okay, so the guy tapped classic, the goal. Classic poacher's goal. Classic poacher's goal. Um, I don't know what happened much after that. Uh, then that's when Sol started coming, going, on, getting on top a bit, but still without really creating any yeah. decent chances. And then the last kick of the ball, the last head of the ball, whatever you want to call it, Sol got a corner in the 94th minute. Connor swung in, uh, and as Joe, my mate, said, what are you doing? In uh, like the last minute of injury time, in the final, why are you not marking that ball? Why is this, everyone not just throwing themselves at that ball? Not a single Sioux one player moved. And uh, the young boy... Yusung-Wan. Uh, Yusung-Wan. Uh, popped up. Brilliant header, to be perfectly honest. Keeper should probably get a hand to it. The, the interesting thing for me is that... Um, they're going to take the corner, and then Huang on the sidelines called Pak Jiong over, gave him some instructions, at which point Pak Jiong haired it down to the corner flag, to like a short corner, and crossed it in like that. So Huang obviously gave him some direction about what to do. He must have said to him, look at them, look at their position or something like that. I mean, thanks. it was terrible defending, but it was a beautiful header. Uh, the one thing I did think at that point in time was uh, that... The way that Soul players celebrated was kind of ridiculous. I mean, they, they were all running about, jumping on top of each other as if they'd actually won the FA Cup, not just managed to take it to extra time. And especially to take it to extra time in a game over two, over at that point, 180 minutes, that they probably didn't really deserve. I was a little bit, not distasteful, but just, just a little bit stupid. Obviously, emotions were high. It was right in front of their fans. I can't understand, but they did celebrate as if they'd actually won it. There's a, there's a lot of talk about um, Yom doing inappropriate celebration as well. Oh, okay, I didn't see that. Because uh, obviously, when when Suwon scored, Sol's player was knocked out. Oh, right. The ambulance came onto the pitch, and Yom's down at the Suwon end saying, Come on, lads, cheer louder, cheer louder. Even though the ambulance was coming on? Yeah. That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, that's so. disrespectful. Uh, but then again, I wouldn't expect anything less from Young, to be perfectly honest. Um, so then, extra time, kind of went without incident, really. Usual just petered out. For yeah. 
And they came to the penalties. We had uh, obviously, obviously. Are, are you going to take it through one by one? No. <laughs> obviously, obviously, Greta going into the penalties. You sang in is the penalty killer. Yep. So we can dispel that myth now, right? He can be no longer called that, right? Even though he's assigned you anyway. Um, so he's still. He got. He he should have probably still better than most. Yeah, he should have saved at least two of the Sioux one first five. Not went. So I actually went to goalkeepers. We're not going to go through them all. Uh, Souls penalties were world class. Almost every single one of them was world class. Uh, the best one of the whole lot. I forgot his name already. Using one. Thank you. Who did a kind of a paneka, right? Yeah. Which for a kid, I don't know how old he is, but no one ever heard of him until the John Book Games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it was like world. Just absolutely brilliant. Um, you got close to most of the Sioux one penalties. Got um, his hands to one, didn't he? His hands to one. But he then started, but penalty number three, he started acting like a complete twat. Like, holding on to the ball, kicking it away, walking out and like mouthing off at the players. And it really wasn't actually having the impact that it has, say against, for example, Pohang, who bottled it against them. Yeah. Uh, so maybe he's just the Pohang penalty killer, as opposed to the penalty killer. Uh, it really wasn't having that impact or against the like, Urawa when the guy bottled it right Yeah. the Japanese internationalists as well um, but the Suwon guys didn't seem to be phased by it they weren't actually what was quite interesting was none of them were looking at him so I think they've been told just don't look at him just like focus on the ball yeah. like, so like, none of them looked at him at all so uh, I did notice that because usually when you look at, at the ball and not at the player do you know what I mean? It, it usually means that your bottle crashed. Yeah. But no, I think they were. I think they've been instructed. Like this guy's going to be jumping around like an idiot. Yeah. So just just don't look at him. He 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 did a multitude of uh, techniques. My favourite one was going. It's going right. It's going right. It's going right, and then diving left, yeah. and the guy put it right, which was kind of quite funny. But they, he did. I mean, he he tried everything. Um, but I think it was too much, and. Uh, for neutrals watching it, I could see, I could, I could feel myself, not a neutral, but I could feel myself actually hoping that he, when he stepped up to take his penalty, when it got to the goalkeepers, I wanted to miss, because he'd just been acting like such a twat for like the last nine penalties. So when he plays it off the bar, yeah, I actually celebrated, I have to admit. I, it, because of him, just because of the way he was <laughs> acting, like, it was, it was disgraceful, there was no need for it. He he's a he can save those penalties without doing that. He didn't need to act the way he was going. It was way too much. Um, um, and then so then upsets the Suwon goalkeeper, who you think at this point it was kind of awful in the first game, yeah. like in the first leg. Uh, should have done better. Could have done better at both goals probably. Uh, had got really nowhere near any of the sole penalties. So uh, my money wasn't him missing. I, I had thought there was no chance of him scoring. And then he steps up, and that's a pretty fantastic, amazing penalty. Did they do say that goalkeepers should be the best penalty takers because they should well, know where the ball should go? Well, that's what I was saying. I don't understand why goalies don't take more penalties. Yeah. And then you sang improve probably why they don't. Yeah. Because when they're doing dead balls, they're used to like kicking it long and hard and yeah. like, getting a lot of elevation. Yeah, a lot of elevation, so. right? I mean, but it was. You have to say that over the two legs, it will. Pays me to say it, but over the two legs, the best team won, right? Um, yeah, I'd have to say that. Uh, and it probably, from a, a Korean football in Asia point of view, 
probably having Suwon in the ACL next season is better than having Ulsan, I guess. Ulsan, yeah. But um, it's quite a quite a ridiculous end to a season. I mean, I, I also saw Suwon fans with banners. It's a Sojourn on one, right? Mm. It's Sojourn on one. So, so I don't know if you saw the banners from from your end, right? So they had like six banners up, right? Is this after the game? I, I saw them after the game. I don't know if they were up during the game. So there were six banners up, right? And it was like Pride, and it was Yom, and it was Fight, and it was like Hong Chow, right? It was his number and his photograph. Like Skill was Jonathan, and Legend was Sergeant One. And I was like, didn't you just like ask for them out? They weren't you like blocking buses and like throwing yacht at them, like just three months ago? So, so I think I think Huang's pulled a, pack, uh, a tactical. A, a really genius ta- tactical move there by, by le- deliberately losing the FA Cup final he's ensured that Sojong was going to be around next year yeah. so that Suwon flirt with the relegation again I mean you'd have to say that the way they finished the season you'd probably even put them if they could get a decent goalkeeper uh, you'd probably put them as contenders for ACL but then they've just lost Hong Chow Yom's a year older Kwon is he going to stay he might be off and well, I think everything comes down to Jonathan, right? Yeah, and that's what I was just about to say. And then you're looking at Jonathan having the same impact that Adriano had at the beginning of this season. I mean, Adriano saved Seoul's season last year. If it hadn't been for Adriano, Seoul might not have made the ACL. Um, definitely would have won the FA Cup final, that's for certain. I don't think they'd have, got, I don't think they'd have won the FA Cup. Um, so Adriano saved Seoul's season last year. Jonathan saved Seoul's season this year. But will he have the same impact that Adriano had at the beginning of this year? Will he like, score was it like twelve goals in like four games or some daft? Uh, so you don't know, yeah. But I think everything has come down to Jonathan. I thought it was again really interesting. With like five minutes left, six minutes left, took him off. He took him off, right? He obviously thought we can see this out. He take because it's a bit weird. He taken off Quan Chang Hoon before that. Yep. Then he took Jonathan off. And at, at that point, when when Seoul got the second goal, I was thinking, well, they've lost their two best players, or two of their three best players. Yeah. Seoul is definitely going to go on and win this. Yeah, but that's what you're thinking, right? And but then Seoul didn't really try to win it nope. in, in extra time. And they brought on Santos, whose penalty was utterly disgraceful. I hate those run-ups, but his was the worst I've ever seen in my life. He basically, well, he was trying to he didn't run up. He just he tried to psych out the goalie, yeah. and he ran out of space, he ended up just <laughs> yeah, he did, standing right? kick. <laughs> he kept the grip up and then stopping and grip and stopping and he was just like, what? What are you doing? What are you doing? Hurry up. Hurry up. Take it. And eventually, just, yeah, and eventually he was like, shit, I can't go back. I have nobody else to run and he just kicked it. And somehow you didn't get it, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, that would have been an epic penalty save because I don't really like Santos much. Uh, but yeah, so again, so I taking off like like Jonathan Kwan, man, he was, he was a thought. They had it in them to see it out. So you wonder if he's it, obviously not not watched any Suwon games this year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you wonder if they, when that second goal went in, if he was thinking, "Shit, I've just blown it." Do you know what I mean? But anyway, that's enough on the FA Cup final, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, that's going to be the whole podcast. We'll be back here in a year talking about Seoul winning, presumably. Oh, Seoul now winning. First challenge team to win the win the FA Cup. I thought I thought the pattern is Seoul lose on penalties, they win, they lose on penalties. <laughs> yeah, I guess win. right. I guess yeah. So the next year they'll be winning it, yeah. I guess. Sweet. Um, so yeah, so like, I guess other other things to talk about. Um, Your new manager. Pretty happy with that. I think it's a pretty pretty big 
big appointment. I mean, he, he hasn't been doing anything for two years, right? Since he left Jeju. Right. Um, but still, I mean, I remember watching Jeju under him and thinking that they were a pretty decent enough team. Um, they got defensive under the last guy. But I think under him they were pretty pretty good. You, you'd have to say that this is probably the best Jeju I've ever played but uh, right now. But yeah, I think he had them playing pretty well. Um, so... But I think it's a good. I think it's a good. A good signing. I'll be interested to see who he brings in, because he's been out of the game for a couple of years. So uh, I'm not really sure if he'll do. The, you know, like because when Hackbomb came in, he brought Tohyan from Suwon, right, and said, "I know how to play him." And Tohyan was just fantastic yeah. in Hackbomb's first season. So you wonder if um, if this guy will bring in some some ex-Jeju players. Yunbik Karam. Yunbik Karam. Well, he didn't. Would he have signed him? Maybe the other guy signed him, right? William McGram's in China now anyway, right? He's he's probably loving the loving the loving the high life in China, yeah. But yeah, so I, I think it's a statement I think they had to, to make a statement of intent after uh, Busan signed Cho Jinho. Um I think that they had to kinda bring in a big a big a big they couldn't just appoint the young boy as the, the, who was a caretaker, right? And his first signing seems to be Lukian from Buchon. Seems to be, yep. Um, looks as if he's going to... It was was a huge signing. I mean, if he, if he gets him, it's a huge signing. I mean, Busan came close. They got like, the playoffs, right? Buchon came closer. Came closer. But the main reason for Buchon coming closer was generally Lukian, right? So you've got to imagine that without him... Butchon won't have a look in. Done that job before, haven't I? That's about the third time. Uh, but yeah, but um, so that I, I think that for me, Busan are probably looking like the team, the team he beat. I think, big like good manager had a successful season. As I said, I think it was Deja manager. I'm not really sure. I'm not really saying anything anymore. Uh, but had a successful season with Sanju definitely. Um, and yeah, if you can come in and do the same thing with Busan, and, and if he gets lucky, in, then yeah, I think they're the team he beat. So, so I think all eyes will be, will be on seeing who, who the song Boy brings in. I think this off-season off is going to be interesting for both of us, right? Yeah. Because obviously song are going to have some new signs under the new manager. Yeah. I assume that Huang's going to start creating his own squad as opposed to... You think so? You, you, th- you think he'll bring in the young boys from Pohan? I'm sure he'll look into it. Yeah, he must, right? Adriano's obviously going to be off, right? I assume so. Well, you, you just have to imagine he's... I don't think he did anything in the cup final to impress him. You say that he's worthy of staying, right? Well, we still was that goal storing record of in the ACL. There's a chance of him getting a move to Japan or China, right? And I, I assume that Dan's sticking around for another year. You can't imagine there's anyone else. Otherwise, they'd right? have had some kind of farewell yeah. this weekend. Players who aren't sticking around would seem to be Junjic, the Incheon captain, yeah, who I believe is on his way to China, Japan, Japan, Japan. Uh, Yurawa, I think, are linked with them. Uh, okay. And uh, Kevin Orris looks as if he's put his last game in Korea. Okay. Uh, his last game for, for Incheon, let's say. He looks as if he's on the move. That's a guy who I would love to take to, to uh, Songnam. Or Seoul. Uh, no, but not, not with... Y- you could see him taking over from Dayan. Can we see him come to Seoul at this point in time? Y- you wouldn't have him and Dayan. Well, you'd have to go to Adriano, right? If Adriano goes, he, he's not who you'd be looking to replace Adriano, to be honest. I, I think if I was if I would make one signing this year, I would get rid of Adriano and bring in Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
it's not going to happen, though, is it? But, you, but I, I think you'll see Adrian going, but I don't know, you think you'll bring in a foreigner striker, or you think you'll just uh, bring in a Korean? You bring one of those Pohang boys, like, I mean, they're one of those young guys, like, like um, I can't, the names always escape me, like, uh, Donghun, and, mm. like, Min Chan Jin, or something like that. I think you could, I don't think you need to replace Adriano with, with another foreign striker. Um, so yeah, I'd love to see Kevin at, at, at Songnam. Uh, I do have his agent uh, on my on my on my Twitter DM, so maybe I'll have a wee, a wee chat to see what's happening there. <laughs> uh, maybe if he leaves Incheon, at least we can maybe have an interview with him, right? After being banned. <laughs> Speaking of bands, <laughs> actually, before we move on to bands and blocks, uh, I did see that Christian Danilish. The guy who I kind of bummed up, who didn't really do that well with Gangnam, uh, is on the verge of joining Dejan. Which is surely a sideways move. Yeah, but again, Dejan had the potential, I think, maybe to, to, to kind of do something this year. They, they, they were pretty poor last year, so this year, maybe next year they can maybe do something. Yeah. It's going to be a very interesting season. I think the challenge is going to be huge. I think the challenge is going to be... The, the challenge is finally becoming like the championship. Yeah, I think it's going to be a huge league. Dejan, Pusan, Gyeongnam, Songnam, Yiland. Uh, yeah, and and they've got rid of the Goff, right? Yeah. Got rid of Koyang and Chungju. Yeah, so there's only like. Um, yeah, they brought one more in, though, right? They've brought in. Well, police are moving to Asan and then Ansan are making their own team. Yeah. So, so, so they could be Goff, but, but. So that means there's going to be like uh, 10 teams, right? 10 teams, of which. Of which nine of them, or eight or nine of them, should be competitive. Yeah. So hopefully be a good league. Um, the case another thing to touch on then. Uh, we've referred to him several times. Uh, do you want to go through play A, or shall we just leave it at play A? Well, I think we can we can say what's been reported in the news, right? Okay. So, so it's been it's been reported that well, Paul. You might be more diplomatic than I will. Player A, a professional footballer with experience playing abroad. Who's about to join the army. Who joined the army, who joined Sangju. Reported for his uh, basic training yesterday. So it's got to be one of 22 players, of which, as far as I'm aware, only one of them's actually played abroad. Uh, he's been named on several sites. Uh, we won't go as far as naming him. Yep. because We won't do a Matthew right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but he's been charged with rape. Or, or assault, sexual right? assault. Sexual assault right? um, the details were that he, in January and February this year, on two occasions, he allegedly assaulted a university student. Who he was dating, right? Who, as per a club statement, said, we understand he was dating this person at the time, therefore we consider it to be a private matter. That's why they have not put any kind of sanctions against him. Okay. But he may, not, he may or may not have played in the showpiece final. Uh, he didn't. Okay. Uh, okay. So but he may or may not have scored a lot of goals against the same team yeah. last year. So I think we've probably done enough. <laughs> and the weather in Norwegian. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, you and I are never going to enough know enough details yeah, about so. this to make any kind of judgment on his guilt or, or, or lack of. Or lack of. But yeah, interesting that it's been reported and brought up and. Obviously, we'll see where it goes from there, and just see like you know what happens. He's pleaded not guilty, by the way. Yeah, well, so he's not going to be guilty to it, so yeah. Okay. Obviously, like with the with the like 
Huangy Joe stuff as well. Do you know what I mean? Earlier on in the season, about you know, I'm, I've had like numerous, numerous girls in every town and stuff. Like that. It's one of those things that, that I guess, yeah, is always going to follow. Footballs, I guess, it's not really followed very many in Korea, but I guess times are changing as well, right? It's going to be those things that's going to plague the, the game, I guess. And uh, if John Terry's looking for a new club, we can take it to a whole new level. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the final thing to, to touch on is at the beginning, we said that, they, that this was everyone's favourite podcast not endorsed by the KFA. Is that why we're taking a more circumspect uh, attitude towards these, these rumours and things, trying right. to get a more professional... Um, so basically, the, the short version of the story is, if you're going to disagree with the, KR, with the KFA, not, not the KRA, but if you're going to disagree with the KFA, maybe don't curse in the tweet. Would be the moral of the story. Or the other moral of the story could be, stop being so sensitive. I, I think... It's a bot, right? It's a, they've obviously got like, some bot that checks all the tweets and... So a curse word and, bl- and automatic blocks. You can't even really call it a curse word. It's, it's, really. it's a very, a very soft curse word. If they're going to block en- any anyone that sort of tweets about them or to them or quotes them using any kind of curse word, they're going to end up with well, they're going up with a bunch of followers that nobody can see the stuff they're putting out. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Whatever happened, happened. Uh, we sent a tweet after the FA Cup final. The KFA don't seem to have appreciated it. Um, the podcast is no longer should endorsed. We, should we... Uh, let's go through it in a bit more. Basically, uh, <laughs> after Young after Kihoon's... Okay, after Young Kihoon's ridiculous goal last week, uh, they interviewed him, and he he admitted it was a fluke. That he, that he admitted yeah. he was trying to cross it. But he still said he was like, whatever it went in, and their title was something like "Won the goal by Yonki Hoon." Was it a mis- was it an error? And I, re- re- I quote someone, it, one I, of us. It, that 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 tweet was retweeted by one of the three admins for our account, and it said something like, "You're taking the piss." It was a goalie error. At which point they blocked us. They blocked us. This does seem a little ridiculous to take a block, right? Yeah. It's not like we like retweeted them directly and threatened them or something, is it? So I guess it means that media passes are, are, are not f- going to be forthcoming for the next season, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start retweeting Donald Trump stuff and see if I can get him to block us as well. So, so if you want to continue your uh, favourite your favorite, uh, podcast, uh, being at every single ground, but because they're doing crowdfunding... <laughs> If, if, if Joe Steen kick and raise 7 million, surely we can raise 7,000 won a game, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was politics, I apologise. Anyway, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, as with the end of the season, uh, we'll kind of keep you updated on transfers. Uh, there's no more games to cover and such, but I'm sure there'll be other things coming up. And there'll be a, a Christmas special. There'll be a Christmas special. We're also hoping to get in on. January. Probably in January. <laughs> yeah, we're also hoping to get on a few guests. Uh, like last year, we, we had the hugely successful uh, interviews with Dan Harris. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to talk about the uh, ACL special. We're not going to do that again. No, we're never doing that ACL special ever again. <laughs> That was that, that that was way too ambitious, um, but yes, yeah, so hopefully get some special guests over the next couple of weeks. Uh, Miroslav, Nicole, we're looking at you. So if, if you've got a, an interesting story to tell, get in touch. Yep. Uh, our, our two listeners. <laughs> so Matt, 
uh, if you're interested, Devon, <laughs> you obviously listen as well, what we've seen. But I assume he's in Canada. So. Oh, he's in Canada. But we both Skype, we can, we can work out a time difference, right? But yeah, guys. Plus, yeah. plus he's setting up his own podcast next year, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Well. It's going to cover the, uh, the 20, 22, 26 shades of football that we don't really cover. Although, not going to be 48 shades next year, is it? It's going to be down again. I guess that's 48 shades now finished, right? Yeah. But anyway, we'll, we'll still keep the name of the podcast. So anyway, so yeah, guys, if anyone wants to kind of like, any interesting story, anyone interested in coming on as a special guest, please uh, feel free to DM us, email us. And anyone that feels slighted by anything we've said this year, well, that's, come I on mean, and defend yourself. I don't know if I'd say that. <laughs> you might get like about 400 tweets a day, right? Because Mark Ryan did get a little bit heated at times. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. Also, um, KFA headquarters is situated near Guanghuamun, so we're thinking of gathering on Saturday. Any listeners who want to come on Saturday, bring a candle. Yep. We're going to meet. <laughs> we're going to meet at Guanghuamun, and then <laughs> we're probably bring the forty, the free, free forty-eight shades banner. Of course, <laughs> as the forty-eight shades one. As foreigners aren't allowed to do. Pu- Participate in political activity. We won't be there ourselves, but well, no, but we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll send along some people who can participate. I'm sure we can rope some in. Anyway, guys, thank you very much. That's pretty much the end of today's podcast. Paul, I'm sure you're going to put something rather fitting at the end. Indeed, indeed.